Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota in Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington, home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com for faith, fellowship, and love. This Our Mother of the Eucharist production is made possible by you. If you would like to support us by donating, click the Give Online tab at the top of our website, ourmothereoftheeucharist.org. Thank you and God bless you. Welcome to Shades of Blue. All that is good, all that is true, all that is beautiful, all that is holy, all that is pure, all that is virtuous, all that is merry. This is Out of the Blue, Episode 9, Calling Forth the Army of Our Times with Sister Carista Maria and Sister Mary Claire. Do we see the silver lining as we as church, the body of Christ, are going through such turmoil and sufferings? Do we see the silver lining? Billy Graham once said, The Catholic Church is like a sleeping giant but it is about to wake up. And is that not what is happening in our times? If we think back when Jesus suffered and died, he went to Calvary for us, suffering and dying, being crucified for love of us. And now it is Christ in his body, the church here on earth, who is going through its Calvary. Mother Church is going through its purification, a cleansing of anything that is not holy and pure and of seeking of God's divine and holy will. How could it be any other way? Just as we see in the story of Job, we must be tested. Our love for God must be tested. Jesus tells us in Revelation 3, 15, 16, Be ye hot or cold, be ye lukewarm, and I will spew you out of my mouth. I will vomit you out of my mouth. And is this not what is needing to take place in our times? Are there not many who are lukewarm in the Catholic faith, in the Catholic Church, and as well, wolves in sheep's clothing that need to be recognized, identified, and ousted. Wolves in sheep's clothing and wolves in shepherd's clothing. But may we as Catholics not lose hope 
and lose heart because this must happen. We have been prepared for this for many years. The question is, have we had ears to hear and recognize what the Holy Spirit has been saying in our times? For those of us who have been hearing His voice, what is taking place is not surprising, but rather consoling. Because what is happening is the cleansing and purifying that must take place in order for us to move forward into this new and glorious era of the new springtime of which Pope John Paul II speaks of. But I ask, where are our hearts right now? Are we finding ourselves discouraged or disillusioned? Are we finding ourselves falling on our knees all the more, crying out to God for His mercy and His grace? Or are we finding ourselves focused on pointing the finger at others and belittling them and attacking them? For this is what the evil one would want us to do. He would want us to be distracted from the silver lining, from the stepping stone. He would want us to be stumbling, seeing this difficulty in the church as a stumbling block rather than a stepping stone to something still greater for all of us as Catholics. For God is about a mighty work in our world today. Do we have ears to hear? Do we have hearts docile and receptive? Are we turning to Mary, mother of the church, spotless bride, as the first apostles and disciples did? For it is here in her bosom that we find our hope, that we find the grace and the light, that we find the formation to become the other Christs that we are meant to be. Unless you be as children, our Lord says, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I ask, where are our hearts? Are we disposed as children of God? Are we surrendered as children of God? Are we seeking only the heart and mind of God? Or are we remaining on the natural realm, caught up in our own opinions, our human will, our self-centered inclinations? How do we find ourselves personally responding to this crisis within the church? I am calling forth all of my beloved brothers and sisters whom I love, my fellow Catholics. Let us step up on this stone together. Let us step up and continue moving forward in our Calvaries as the body of Christ the Church. Let us be one with Christ in carrying our crosses and persevering in our suffering and trusting that our Father is in control. There is a reason why Jesus appeared to St. Faustina in our times, and asked us to have the words, Jesus, I trust in you, placed on the image. And it is because he knows our need for great trust in these times that are so dark, so evil, and yet 
so bright and so much grace coming forth. There is a reason why God has sent Mary in a special way in these times, even if we just look at the approved apparitions. There is a reason. There is a message God has been giving us. But the question is, have we had ears to hear? Have we had fertile ground of the heart to listen, to be receptive, to receive only the word of God? Or have we been choked off by everything else? My brothers and sisters, I am calling us forth. God is calling forth a faithful army who will counter the words of the prince of darkness who says non-servium and will say, I will serve the Lord. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me, O Lord, according to your word and your will. Is this, my brothers and sisters, our disposition before God? Are we surrendered to God and his holy will and plan and grace and love and mercy in our own hearts and lives? For God is calling us forth. These are glorious times. Despite the sufferings and despite the darkness, I believe the holy angels and saints would envy us in a holy way for what God is calling us to in these times, something so great. And I will tell you the key, the general's guidelines for us as we march forward. Our Heavenly Mother is the leader, the queen of this army, and she has inspired Pope John Paul II in our times to set forth a program for us, to guide us into this new millennium, toward the new springtime graces. First, he tells us, Duke and Altum, put out into the deep. And what he means by this is that each of us as Catholics are called to live wholeheartedly our baptismal vows. We are called to grow in human and spiritual integration, to not focus on others or the problems of others, but say, Lord, who are you calling me to be? Where are you calling me to go deeper in my communion of life and love with you? Where is my heart hardened? What rooms in my heart are not open to you yet? What areas in my life am I living outside of your will and seeking my own human will? Where am I seeking to be in control and areas in my life and letting, not letting you be enthroned as Lord? When we are baptized, we receive the indwelling presence of the Most Holy Trinity, and they long for deep and profound communion of life with us, but they wait for us to be disposed and to invite them in to our deeper hearts and lives. They are calling us to a profound communion of life with them. Then Pope John Paul II told us, number two, contemplate the face of Christ. Is Christ the center of our lives? Are we plugged into Christ 
in all areas? Are we walking on water, focused on Christ throughout our lives? Or are we, or, or we being distracted by the mighty winds and waves and always sinking? Or maybe we haven't even gotten out of the boat yet to walk toward Him. Where do we find ourselves right now in our lives with Christ? Is He truly at the center? Are we ever mindful of Him, as Scripture says? Number three, Pope John Paul II tells us, contemplate the face of Christ with and through Mary. He sent us an apostolic letter in 2002 on Rosarium, all about praying the rosary, all about entering into the school of Mary, entering into relationship with Mary, speaking of how profound the rosary really is if we see it, if we enter into it with contemplation. He said the rosary without contemplation is like a body without a soul. It is mechanical repetition. He ends this encyclical by calling every one of us, bishops, priests, religious, families, single people, youth, children, every person in, in the world, he says, pray the rosary. He says, may this appeal of mine not go unheard, exclamation mark. Have we heeded his call and plan? Someone once asked Pope John Paul II about the third secret of Fatima, and all he did was hold up his rosary, and he said, this is the answer. Because we know that this is the weapon of our times. This is the frail, thin chain that will bind Satan, who is so rampant in our times. And along with praying the rosary is consecration of our lives to Mary's Immaculate Heart, living wholeheartedly, consecration to her to the third degree of which Louis, St. Louis de Montfort speaks about. For this is even John Paul II's motto, Totus Tuus Mariae. I am totally yours, Mary, and totally Jesus's through your heart. Number four, Pope John Paul II lays out the full program in his final, one of his final writings to us in October 2004 on the Eucharist. He says, quote, to contemplate the face of Christ and to contemplate it with Mary is the program which I have set before the church at the dawn of the third millennium. To contemplate Christ above all in the living sacrament of his body and his blood. My beloved brothers and sisters, may we respond May we be united in responding to this program which Pope John Paul II has set before the church. For this is truly our calling. Jesus in the Holy Eucharist is the source and summit of the whole Christian life. Our whole lives here on us must revolve around Jesus present in the Holy Eucharist. For he is in our midst 
God is alive and in our midst, but so few are turning to his presence among us. I do not share this for us to go out and proclaim it to everyone else, primarily, but to proclaim it to ourselves, to live this ourselves wholeheartedly, and then allow the Holy Spirit to inspire us in our ministry, in our evangelical outreach. As, as Pope John Paul II said, we must be Marian before patristic. We must be before do. We must be receptive bride before we're acting in order that it be God who acts in and through us. As St. Paul said, it is no longer I, but Christ living in me. My beloved brothers and sisters, this is our great and high calling. This is the sleeping giant waking up, the giant of the body of Christ himself coming alive in and through us. I now prophesy to the dry bones of Christ's body, the church, in our times. Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you, and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you, and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. May it be so. God bless you. Holy Mother, take over. Thank you for listening to Out of the Blue. Visit us on our motheroftheeucharist.org to donate and for more information about our ministries. Thank you for listening to Breadbox Media. Find more about us at breadboxmedia.com.